You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Joe Iconis. And I'm Jennifer Ashley Tepper. And on today's episode, we're talking about my song, Norman. This song on the album is performed by the one and only Lance Rubin, frequent Iconis collaborator. And he just sings the crap out of it. Um, He's been singing this song for like a decade and it gets better every single time, which we just praise Lance on this episode, basically. Yeah, he's a, a really, really brilliant artist. He's a brilliant writer. Uh, a brilliant musician and a brilliant actor and uh, a gentle and generous lover. And his interpretation of this song is uh, very stunning. I hope you like it. Norman! (laughs) (laughs) That's his name. Don't wear it out. This song is so great. Sung by the great Lance Rubin. Yeah. This song I wrote for Halloween show Mm -hmm. at the Beachman. And... uh, it is inspired by the movie Psycho. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it is, like many of her songs, it's like a person's name mm-hmm. as a song, another theme. Yeah, that's just, uh, you know, it's the name that's the, at the top of the page, the mm-hmm. character name, and so that's the name of the song. What year was it written? It was written in 2000 and maybe it was 10. Maybe it was 2010. I feel like it was, wasn't it first performed, like, at the duplex at the same time as, like, around the Blood Song time? No. That was so it was performed it was performed at that duplex show. But it wasn't its premiere. I don't think it was its mm-hmm. premiere. I think I premiered it at, yeah, at Halloween. You're right. And then I think that performance that Lance did yeah. at the duplex, right? That was the first time that someone other than me had yes, sung. That and makes so sense. it hadn't yeah, it hadn't been performed yeah. since I did it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we went on that journey together. What was your way into this song? Like what did okay, maybe we should talk about this because like I'm sure there's a lot of different answers, but like you don't typically write all of your songs from the beginning. Like sometimes you start with the chorus. Sometimes mm-hmm. you start with a hook. Sometimes you start with some random lyric idea. Like mm-hmm. where did this song start? I guess. This song started um, <laughs> with the idea of wanting to write a song that was from the point of view of Norman Bates. Um, uh, but in a way that, uh, that was like, a sort of like throwback you love song. Like, so it was like, like sort of, um, the the colonel was like, oh yeah, I wanna write this, I wanna write a song for this character. Um, and, 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 and not sort of like tip my hand about who the character turns into. Right. It's like, 
allowing him to have this like this this sort of like flash of a romance. Um, and you know, obviously specifically about Norman Bates, but I do always I'm so fascinated by like, you know, like I'm sure that that you know Jeffrey Dahmer, like he there was probably a moment in his life where he saw, you know, some some kid like jumping rope and was like, oh, that's cute. And like genuinely had that thought, like sure. not in a like, way that is like, I want to murder that kid. Just like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> like, I think that it's like, you know, the, the whether they're real people or fictional characters, it, I just don't believe that like people are, are all bad or all insane or all, you know, all one thing. Right. Um, there are these moments of, of whatever. And so it's, I love the idea of like using a character that that people know from pop culture and sort of exploring that idea. And it's like, you know, and it's funny because we, you know, sort of know Norman Bates as a, as a killer and we know that he, that he, you know, I mean, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Psycho, which you should, uh, but uh, we know that Norman kills Marion. And, um, and, but I think that, you know, before, before that, it's like, I do think that he, He's, he clearly likes her, you know, in, in Psycho. He's clearly intrigued by her in a way that feels, you know, whether it's, whether it, you know, it's sexual or whatever, I don't know, but there's, it, it feels like he has a little crush on her, which feels, you know, romantic. And so I just wanted to write for that moment. Yeah. You know? Do you feel like as a writer, it's a hard line to toe because, you know, obviously in like the great stories about people who murder or people who commit terrible crimes, mm -hmm. it's like we, are even more horrified or we can understand even more about the character because they're not one dimensional. It's not like this is an evil character. Mm -hmm. You're painting a full picture of someone they have a crush on or maybe they saw someone jumping rope and felt like it was cute. Yeah. But there's this sometimes, there's this thing that happens where people misinterpret sometimes and are like, oh, you're writing something that makes us sympathize with a killer yeah. or makes us yeah. um, on their side in some way. Mm -hmm. How do you like navigate that as a writer when obviously you're not like, I condone this person murdering this person, but you need to write the character in such a way so that it reflects what we're seeing in society or it is a real person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, the answer is that it's, it, that's just tricky. It's just hard. But I, I think that if you're, if you're, you know, if you're writing a character, it, it, it's, it's not, it's not real life. And it's, and, and it, you know, if you're making a piece of art, whether it's a song or a musical or a movie or a TV show, whatever, I think that you're only going to, serve everyone better if you if you write each character with empathy even the worst ones you know mm -hmm. because something happened to any of these these people to make them what they are and that something right. could be you know however they were born and their dna but it, it more than likely there's things that happen to them in their lives that turn them into however we know them or you know if we know them by their the worst thing they ever did things led to that that didn't just happen um and so i think that um you know it's it's it feels it feels more it actually feels more respectful to me to anyone in, involved, to everyone involved, to paint each each character, you know, both the, the perpetrator and the victim with the appropriate amount of, of uh, honesty and, yeah. and authenticity and empathy, mm -hmm. which doesn't mean that you, you know, that you, that you yeah, can, I'm not condoning or, or siding, I'm just trying to like, you know, give a full, uh, a full picture. Yeah. Just because, and it's like, you know, the idea of like, it, and we, you know, it's, I think it's, I think it, this actually is something that's a, a specifically hard in, in musicals because 
people still, like as soon as you have a character sing, there's something a little silly about that. And even people who love musical theater and or love opera, whatever, it's like, it's, there's still this, 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 this tiny hurdle you have to get over and this, this tiny suspension of disbelief that you have to get over in a way that you just don't in a movie or even sometimes in a straight play. And so you can have, you know, movies that are um, about, about uh, uh, you know, whatever, killers or, or terrible, you know, people or, um, you know, you can, you can have Hitler. You know, a movie about Hitler and, and it could be a very serious movie and, you know, and he's been in a lot of movies, that, 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 that man who was a, a real life monster. And, um, and you can look at it and people can talk about it and we can talk about how we're examining, you know, Hitler's psyche and, and whatever, whatever we want to do. And you can, you can have a play about him and, and seriously talk about it. Uh, and you could probably even have an opera about him where he's, he's, you know, the singing, uh, music in a foreign language or whatever. And it feels sort of distant and it's like serious art. But as soon as you had put, Hitler in a musical and got him singing anything that even slightly resembled, you know, contemporary or golden age musical theater, it is something that people will lose their minds over mm -hmm. because it's like having characters sing their feelings automatically. It, 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 it's, it's empathy in a, in a, in a crazy way, even if you're in yeah. it's you're not, you know, and, and it's, it's like both, it's both immediate empathy and there's something a little bit like, silly about it so right. it's so easy to look at it and and be like you know, oh you're making this a joke or you know it's yeah it's like wrapping my head around that it's also i don't think it's just because of the perception of musical theater is silly it's part of it but like even if you took that away if someone is singing you're automatically mo not just more empathetic but it's almost like you're celebrating mm -hmm. what the character's thoughts are or like sweeney yeah. todd yeah. sweeney todd sings his big you know whole reason why he's the killer he is right. and even if we don't approve of that we're like applauding and we're like you know we're hearing that character in a different way because it wasn't a monologue because it was a song and right. you're right i feel like that's like i mean hitler is a great example of a character that you couldn't write a musical and do the things you would do in a movie yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's and you know what too it's it's like it's part of that is that I think that um, because of how it how it works because of how music works even if you know the, even even if even if you know Epiphany and Sunni Todd even if it didn't end with a you know with a big final ending that had people applaud you're still you're engaging with it in a very elemental way in a way that makes you complicit it's right, like whether totally. whether you want to be or not you are, it's more than just you know. It's more than just watching something and, and be like, well, I don't agree with what he's doing, but I, I understand how he got there. You are actively engaging right. in it because right. there's music, you know, right. and so you can't help. But there's a there's a give and take. And so you're part of it. And so right. I think it's I think that that's a huge, a huge reason, too, why I think it's in musical theater. It's especially hard yeah. to to write stuff like this without it feeling like you're you're condoning totally or celebrating. Totally. Do you feel like that's been trickier with some songs than with others? Like talking about Norman, but also all these other songs that are based on characters that might be killers or, you mm -hmm. know, psychopaths or do you feel like one of them was more difficult? Yeah. I mean, the one of my song and I have, I have quite a few songs where people either, um, you know, where either the singer kills somebody or, or gets killed or, or there's a, there's a sort of unexpected bit of violence that happens in and around the song. Um, the, the one that I, I think is mentioned the most to me is Kevin, mm -hmm. that song. Um, uh, and it's, and I understand 
why it really, really upsets some people um, because of the casualness with which the, that murder in that song uh, it happens. Um, but I think that's, you know, that's the point for right. me. Um, that's what's, you know, that's the point of the, the song. And as awful as it is, you know, it's things like that happen, like people get killed and for no reason. And sometimes those people are women and, and it's, it's an awful thing. And, you know, and, and I, I never want to exploit it, but I want to be able to use the things that happen and, in, in, you know, in real life, in my, in my work yeah. for, you know, dramatic purposes. And I can only hope that people, uh, you know, know the context, meaning, you know, know me and what I've done and been trying to do for many years and, and apply that to songs where, you know, things like murders happen. Um, but, but yeah, and I think it's the, you know, it's in that song, it's like, it's the casualness that right. I think really upsets people. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, I think also with some of the songs, first of all, with some of them, um, you might know the property that it was inspired by. Yes. And so I feel like in that case, sometimes our brains, especially the first time you hear something, you see it on more of a remove a little bit because you're like, oh, this is Joe's version of that character I love or that story mm -hmm. I love. And you already are, you're not as shocked by, oh, that's a murderer because you already knew it, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah, Whereas, yeah. Kevin, an audience member hearing it for the first time, goes like, oh, I've never heard this before. I'm leaning in. This is a funny character. Oh, what are they going to do next? Oh, my God, Joe, the writer, had them kill someone. Yeah. yeah As yeah. opposed to an adaptation. Yeah, no, that's so true. And there's the and that surprise, which is something that I love. I love listening to something or watching something, and then it takes a turn that I couldn't see coming at all. That's very thrilling to me. Mm -hmm. In again, musical theater especially, and this is something I've come up with, come, come up against so many times, when a lot of times when a left turn happens, people get really upset. And people feel like, you didn't tell me in the opening number that was gonna happen. You didn't set this up. The anti-drone Exactly, yeah, because we're so programmed to be like, this. we're supposed to get the rules of the thing and that's how the thing is gonna operate. And we know at the top that it's a, a singing contest and at the end, there, someone's gonna win. But it's like, as soon as you don't do that, it really it right. unnerves people in such a funny way, in a way that does not happen in movies. In movies, it's like, when a movie has a great twist, that's the thing. That's the right. reason that it, the, it becomes a blockbuster sometimes. That's the thing that gets people excited. But in in a in a in a piece of theater, especially musical theater, because you can do it in a play, but in a musical, it's it really you, it really has to like everything has to align in order for it to happen, um, or in a song, like in right. a, you know. Um, but it's yeah, it's that I think because it 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 unnerves people, yeah. and especially with something like Kevin. 
where it's a character who they people think is funny or like the character is like just it's like just bad enough that they feel like I feel so bad laughing at this then it like really pulls the rug out from under them when oh he's a murderer so you know yeah. so then it's like I shouldn't have been laughing for those yeah. last you know it is minutes. so hard. You're so right that with musicals and, well, this is a play rule, but the whole like check Chekhov thing of like, if you see a gun in act mm -hmm. one, it has to go off in act two. Yeah. I sometimes think about like, I think this is one of the only shows that is able to do what we're talking about and surprise the audience is like, you're in town when the twist happens and you're like, yeah. oh wait, like the good guys don't win. They're <laughs> yeah. going to die. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. this problem doesn't get solved. Problem is unsolvable. The environment is a mess. Like all of the stuff that you're in town manages to do. And then you know, by the, I guess, order of Broadway, like Broadway loved it. Like it was a hit, like it's a show we still know today. They are one of the only shows that gets away with that in a musical. I feel yeah, like. that's actually so right on. And it's, and that's, it's shocking in your end. It's shocking. It's insane. Right. Um, but it's like, I think you're in town was able to like sneak by with it and still be embraced because it's, it's like commenting on itself, you know, right. because it is, right. it's like the Brechtian thing. And so it's like, we, we have the distance. It's very, we yeah. very purposely have the distance. So it's like, everyone, we're looking at this thing as opposed to like feeling this thing, right? you know? Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like other other shows where the rule. It's hard because I want that too, and I'm like, it yeah. is frustrating. Like, I don't want to always. If you see this in Act One, it has to happen in Act Two. Like, right? I don't know. I think audience want to be audiences do want to be surprised. Yeah, and it's like also it's like it, I mean, it, yeah, it's it's such a wacky thing. I remember when we did rewrite at the Good Speed, the Good Speed at a festival of musicals, and we did a concert uh, version of my show rewrite there, and rewrite is is billed as a musical comedy triple feature. And so it's sort of, it, you think that you're seeing three disconnected 30 minute musicals. Mm -hmm. And then you, by like the end of the second one, you realize that they're connected. And then by the end of the third one, you realize that they're, it's, it's all sort of one big thing. It's mm -hmm. all about a, a writer sort of writing his life instead of living it. And um, and in a way that I, I, I mean, I liked it because I wrote it, but when there was a talk back and it, the show did not go over well at, at Good Speed Festival of <laughs> Musicals, people like parts, but on the whole, people were just like, what is this? What is this, this ridiculous <laughs> thing? And, and there was a real sense of people being pissed off because their expectations were, were not met right. because they thought it was three separate they thought things. it was three separate yeah. things and then they were like we didn't know that going in and it was so real and i think yeah. that was the first time i ever realized like oh yeah this isn't this isn't this isn't cool for a musical theater audience but it's, yeah, you're right. It's like, I mean, so many of my favorite, like uh, Taylor Swift does it all the time. It's a pop album. You think they're standalone songs and yeah. then they all connect. Yeah. It, it is something that's harder to get away with in musical theater. Yeah. 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 It's also a reason why I think like this is true for me. I, going into seeing an original musical, even if it does kind of do what's predicted, mm -hmm. I always am kind of leaning forward more excited just because we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So it has like yeah. a riskier, like maybe something takes, we just don't know if it'll take a left turn. Yeah. yeah. No, you're like, you're totally right on. That was a right turn. Um, <laughs> yeah. Getting back to Norman, I feel like Lance, well, first of all, we should talk about Lance Rubin, mm -hmm. you know, writer, actor, extraordinary human being and artist. Um, he also is someone who's been with you for so many years and, yeah. you know, originated so much of your work. Yeah. Um, he's just so freaking great on this track. He's just so great. 
he is, I mean, he is so, he's so funny, like such a truly, truly funny man. Um, and he's, he's so smart. Uh, as you said, he's a writer. He writes amazing novels, uh, in addition to writing amazing musicals, like the one that, that he wrote with me, <laughs> Broadway Bounty Hunter. Um, but he just, there's just something about, he's one of those actors that it's like, all of these awesome things that he can do. And he's a great songwriter too, and he's a great musician. Mm -hmm. uh, they all, I think, inform his abilities as an actor. I think yeah. that he is such a great um, ge generative artist that sometimes it's, even he forgets just how brilliant he is as an interpretive artist. And he can take material, whether it's words or songs or whatever, and he just he just makes it better. He just yeah. it's it's like he plums the depths of everything without having us see the work. Mm -hmm. It's like he, anything he looks at, he just immediately is going to go ten layers deep. And then what you get is something that is so fully cooked, like the first time around. It's just it's just incredible. And um, yeah, and his performance of the song is is both heartbreaking and and funny and and really scary. It's yeah. all of those things and they all coexist. And it's like, those are things that should not work up against each other and they just do. And yeah. it's because he's so good at finding the, the truth and the honesty and also the quirks of any character he plays. Yeah, do you think also, you know, Lance is a writer, you're obviously a writer, like, do you think that's similar for you when you sing something that you haven't written? Like if you're singing a musical theater song by someone else, mm -hmm. um, like, how do you think you come to that as a writer versus as someone who might be a performer solely? Yeah, I mean, I think it's like, you know, it's. I think it's probably different for every, well, it is different for every writer because it's where your, your writer brain and then your performative abilities um, meet. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for me, I'm always like, like singing the subtext. You know, I'm always, I'm 100% lyric driven, like all of the time, uh, whereas, you know, uh, other writers who have better voices than I do probably look at things and they're like, oh, great, there's a there's a C and there's an E. And I know, like, you know, they're just approaching it in a different way. Or they're like, oh, I'm going to tell the story of this through the music. And I'm always like, I'm going to tell the story of this through the lyric. And part of that is because I'm not a I'm not a great singer. I'm a I'm a I'm a I think a very good performer, but I'm not a great singer. And so all of my stuff is like about the words and about the character and about the, the, the feeling and where I think I when when stuff clicks with me when i perform it i feel like it's um it's because i'm i'm good at finding finding the sort of more extreme underpinnings in in a lyric or in a character that that might not seem to have that um depth of you know whatever it is anger or yeah. frustration or madness or something i think that's where i kind of go to when i when I sing something and I, or, and I really like, I like the juxtaposition of those really intense sort of like dirty, you know, inner thoughts and sort of light and charming outer thoughts. Totally. Totally. You know? Yeah. Um, anything else about Norman? Um, We've done I'm, some really fantastic sidebars on this episode. This is, yeah, I mean, <laughs> tons of sidebars, which I mean, but that's like, you know, that's what Psycho is. Yeah. Psycho is like literally, it's one movie for 45 minutes and then it takes a, it takes a left turn and then it's literally another movie. It's yeah. a, you know, the protagonist of the first third of Psycho is different than the protagonist of the second um, 
two thirds, and it's and which is something that has been so inspiring to me. And also, it's like it gets back to what we were talking about earlier. Like all of these, the sort of twists, that whole thing, like that. You know, Psycho is a movie that I was obsessed with in high school and continue to be obsessed with. And it's and it's for that. It's right. that this that idea of like you think you're watching a movie that's about this person, and it's actually not. And and it is so thrilling to me. And I and and the thing that kills me is that uh, like I just I was listening to the uh, I was listening to a podcast because uh, I do that now that we have a podcast. And um, and this, the person was talking about um, how this movie called Razor's Edge, which I haven't seen. I'm going to watch. Um, but she was like, you know, there's a twist, and it's it, once you know the twist, it's the movie's never as good. Like if you watch it again, it doesn't hold up because it's just it's just about the twist. Mm -hmm. And there's lots of movies like that. Um, and Psycho is not like that. Like Psycho is it? It's I think it gets better when you know that there's going to be a, a major narrative switch. And that's I think when I'm writing songs like this, that's what when I'm what I'm trying to do. I'm I'm actively trying to make them re-listenable, and like hopefully people will will understand more about the song knowing knowing what's coming with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, it's also, I don't even necessarily think people need to know what they're going to see in a musical or a play before they mm -hmm. see it. They just expect to because that's what they always have done. Right, right, right. So yeah. it's like if the expectation was ever reset by a show that managed to do that and be a big hit, you know, mm -hmm. something would shift maybe. I think that what I want to do is I want to do a production of Mamma Mia where I get permission to rewrite the ending. <laughs> and at the end of my production of Mamma Mia, um, what's the name of the mom? Donna? Yeah. Donna would uh, lose her mind and murder the those other two women. Okay. I think that you're going to get a yes on that. I think licensing is going to say absolutely. Yeah. And then it's the, also... the tagline could be, uh, Mamma Mia, you already know you're going to be scared of it. <laughs> it would be called Mamma Mia Murders, and it would be done like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get ready for the murder scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Norman. Norman. Hey, thanks so much for listening or watching to my podcast. Uh, do me a favor and go to wherever you just listen to or watch this thing and subscribe or like or give us a great rating or review and then head to bpn.fm slash album to find out even more information about this podcast, more ways to watch, more ways to listen, and check out my album, Album. Thanks so much for hanging out. Album Podcast is executive produced by Liz Armstrong, produced by Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, Kim Garris, and the rest of the team at the Broadway Podcast Network. Be sure to visit bpn.fm album for both audio and video versions of this podcast and to listen to album.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.